You're listening to Seeing the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made. Probably for good reason. This week, we are talking about the 2017 American musical The Greatest Showman, starring Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron, and Michelle Williams. And, as ever, alongside me, well, nobody ever made a difference by being like everyone else. I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Well, it's the first time we've done a musical. I'm excited. Are you, Joe? I am. Are you excited, John? I'm very excited, James. I can see you are. (laughs) And Al, are you excited too? Yep. (laughs) Really excited. Well, here we are. Uh, smash hit, the family favourite, every kid's new favourite film. Mums have been crying, dads have been singing, aunts have been dancing, grandmas are happy that the world is full of song again. We are talking about The Greatest Showman. Yes, we are. Uh, and we've all watched it recently. So, uh, Joe, let's kick off with you. What are your thoughts on this lovely new musical, Greatest Showman? Um, there, do you know what? There's a lot. There's a lot to love. I, I, I think it's, um, I, like, I like it a surprising amount. And every time I watch it, I dread, and I've watched it quite a lot, but I, I do dread going in. I think, no, oh, why do we have to watch this shit again? And then every time I watch it, I think it's just so, it's just so easy. It's just so, like, perfectly crafted in this sort of, like, Sunday afternoon fashion. Um, I like it, I like it more than you would think that I would like it. I don't think so. I think this is custom built for you. And I think really this is your chance to do something you really love. Okay, John, what are your thoughts here? Um, yeah, I like it. It's, e- it's easy, as Joe says. Um, I, I don't love it, though, like because of the fact that it's too easy. Like, it's a bit unambitious. Like, you know everything that's coming. It's mm. predictable. Um, it's all of that stuff. So, like, yeah, yeah, it's a Sunday moving, Sunday movie film. Um, and that's where it begins and ends really. Like it doesn't, doesn't sort of grab you and want you to sort of make you think about it afterwards, but that's kind of the point, right? It stops you from thinking like it's, um, it's, it's a lobotomy of a movie, I suppose. Like it's just fine. Al, hit me. Give me some good news. What are your thoughts here? Uh, well, I'm going to, my background with The Greatest Showman was that I remember we got a trailer for it when I went to see The Last Jedi with an old friend of mine. And I nudged him and I went, Turkey of the Year. <laughs> and then I realised and then I realised that was just my personal taste. And it was always gonna actually be a hit because the reason it's easy, the reason it's a Sunday afternoon, I think can be summed up with the phrase crowd pleaser, right? It's it you know, th- there's a you know, think of the Mamma Mia crowd, but it's it's less it's more accessible than even Mamma Mia, right? So I, I get it now. Um and I know I was I was uh, jokingly monosyllabic when you asked us what we think of uh, doing a musical earlier. I'm actually really pleased because I do actually like a lot of musicals. Um, this is particularly one of the, my favourite ones. My favourites. <laughs> bl- my favourites the Blues Brothers. What, wait a minute. Let's just quickly. What's Blues your Blues Brothers what? ain't a musical, is it? hundred percent, it's a musical. I guess so. What's but your, it's not. What's your favourite, James? There's only one musical. Oliver. <laughs> there or, we go. Straight in. Or Willy Hello. Wonka. Willy Wonka or Oliver, you know, they, okay. they're your classic movie goes to or, or West Side Story. Willy Wonka, Oliver or West Side Story. Okay, so Aladdin. Got, well, not bad. <laughs> Joe? Singing in the rain. 
Oh, what a lovely film. That it's is a, a fantastic film. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fantastic movie. Anyway, yeah, I'm happy to be doing it. And uh, I think it's a real crowd pleaser. And I think almost that is summed up by the casting of Hugh Jackman as the lead. You know, it's like the nicest guy ever. You know, I tell you, totally. a memory that I've got actually, Al, is sitting you down to watch it for the first time and you were like, oh, fucking bullshit. Why are we watching this shit? And then... <laughs> And I said, I kept saying, it's not, it's not that bad, mate. Trust me, it's not, it's not that bad. Not and that then, bad. It's not that bad. And, <laughs> what, a, what a review! <laughs> and then the opening, the opening credits. I remember your reaction to because you know it, it has, it has <laughs> the, get... it has the music, right? And then, and then, but then it cuts when, when the music sort of goes, whoa. Yeah, it's fucking tight, man. I like <laughs> it. And then, and then it's just a card, a black and white sort of like 1850s themed card, graphics card that says 20th Century Fox. And then, and then it goes into a bit of, bit more music and a bit of footage of like, just foot, like, I think just feet, like For, hitting um, the ground in yeah, time refresh, to the music. Refresh my memory. Doesn't he, um, it's like There's a silhouette cane. of him and, and he, he stamps the cane. Yeah, it's cuts. Cane. yeah. yeah it's <laughs> fucking tight. It's a and then it, cuts, opening. then it cuts back to a card that just says presents. And at that <laughs> point, at, at that point you were like, that's pretty cool, actually. That is fucking cool. Yeah, to but what uh, you're context, talking about, you're, context for everyone you're, involved, whether you're listening or involved in the podcast, it was actually Joe's wife, um, an old friend, the wonderful Kaz Mills, who insisted we put it on that Sunday afternoon. And Joe, he quietly agreed. And uh, yeah, I have to say it was it was it served its purpose that Sunday afternoon. Yeah, terrific. And you're right, the fact that they didn't put 20th Century Fox and Presents on the same card it was really cool. That that is very to me. That is, a, you know, a nice touch, yes. Yeah, it was a nice touch. The credits are excellent. Don't you find it fascinating sometimes how films that just take on a life of their own in terms of popularity, and a lot of the time you can't see it coming, and you're left sort of questioning like, wow. But I guess the thing with musicals is there will always be a gap in the market for a new musical, for a new generation. The ones well, that we hold dear, you know, they sort of resonate in our childhood. That's why I quoted what I quoted. But the same needs to be forged for new childhood, Joe. What do you think? Well, I was going to say, I don't know if this was always destined to be a success. Like Al said, everyone thought in the build-up to this, this looks, this looks hokey. And, like cats, like and, cats. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there a was, failure. There was a bit of a stink to it. Um, and then it opened and it didn't take very much money on the on the sort of first weekend. But it bucked the trend because it kept doubling its box office every, like the, the following weekend. Like word of mouth was so strong. And it had like <laughs> one or two star reviews from pretty much all critics across the board leading into it. They all thought, they all, they all turned their nose up to it and said, this is hokey, crowd-pleasing nonsense. Uh, and it looks like that did affect, like, the opening weekend. People thought, yeah, maybe it is. And then they just came. They just came out in droves after that. 435 million. Huge. Well, I, I read about that, and, yeah, it was critically panned for a lot of the reasons that I mentioned, really. Like, while I agree with the production, and the, uh, it's super slick, there's no arguing about that. Um, but, you know, it's... Um, it's all fart and no shit. Like, you know, it, it looks great. What a lovely turn. But it, um, <laughs> but it just doesn't, it just doesn't deliver. But on the, on the, um, on the success thing, I was reading that apparently it was the LGBTQ plus scene 
that were some of the big drivers of its success after that first week because they saw there was a lot of articles written in LGBT plus, LGBTQ plus publications about how it's a film that embraces difference and people ostracised in society all coming to show how great they are as this diverse collective of people. Um, I, so there's a lot I, of success I, for it based on that. I agree that actually in the scheme of things it's kind of super relevant with it being a celebration of the outcast and the underdog. Um, it's just a shame that it was a white man who had to uh, pave yeah, the way. Who is a complete <laughs> capitalist, absolutely morally <laughs> repugnant piece of shit. Ra- racist what? pig. Okay, I think well- it's just what you call a white saviour film. You know, like the um, hidden figures and stuff like that. Um, the Kevin Costner character never existed. It, 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 there's a little edge of that issue with it i guess yeah and i think pt barnum well not pt barnum but hugh jackman's pt barnum he's he's a horrible person like he only goes back to the end at the end to get his um to get his circus back because he's got no money and like he has an affair he cheats on his wife like he's a complete bellend like he's a horrible person like he's all he wants he's so obsessed with that idea of i will prove myself to the rich people that he ends up being one of those rich bellends and money just controls his entire existence Okay, well, what a great intro to a sequel to a well-loved family classic that we're going to do. As you can tell, we're into it. Studio have decided that it's ripe for a sequel. They want the money. They want the money. The film ends with the baton being passed. What are we going to do with this baton? Is there a relay? Is it a hundred meter dash? You know, is it the Olympics? What are we going to do? Who wants to kick things off with a couple of ideas? Well, Where are we I, I might just start with, I'm shocked that it hasn't had like the official go ahead on a sequel already. I know it's that, because that- they fell out. They fell out with um, Cherin Entertainment's uh, distribution deal. Mm. So there was muted one for 2019. Yeah, Hugh Jackman was confirmed. Yeah, Hugh, but, yeah. yeah Hugh Jackman's has, has been cold on it, apparently. I That's interesting. That. Okay, that, that um, explains something to me because so, I, I assumed it was incoming. So he opens up the door for, we could do anything here. You know, let's let's go for it. Who's got it? Well, Who wants to go? On, I've got a a a like, yeah, an obvious way to follow it up, which is that we don't focus so much on Barnum because it feels like his story has, for now, closed. Um, so we focus on Zac Efron and Zendaya's uh, characters. Anne, 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 and mm, Philip, Philip, Philip. Uh, yeah, I like the idea of focusing on those two. Phil. Now, it'll probably feature Hugh Jackman at some point throughout. But um, yeah, I like, I like the idea of it focusing around them. I've got a, a, a loose idea. Do you want to hear go it? Okay, Let's go. go. Please. Can my you loose, sing it? So my loose idea is... Um, <laughs> I've got a loose idea. <laughs> I want to tell a story. Yeah, sorry, you forgot to do the stamp down of the cane. Yeah, yeah. That. I've got a loose idea. Yeah. Boom, boom. Um, we open in it and all is well. Uh, they've been running the circus, um, touring it all over America, and it's a huge success um, pretty much everywhere that they go. They're madly in love, very happy. Their, their sort of story has lived happily ever after. Um but they feel like they've conquered America and now need to take on the world. This is so, my idea. Uh, I, 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 I agree with you. Cause right. Whatever. Right. I'm in. 
because <laughs> it's my idea as well. Yeah, yeah. Working title, world tour. So I think I was going to say that. Oh no, I haven't got world tour. I've just got England, just to focus on the queen, the queen bit in the in the original. What kind well, of I've got, just, just I've got double checking. The queen what, bit. what kind of era are we talking? Uh, when is what year? Eighteen fifties, eighteen sixties. So it's got the backdrop mm, of okay. the um, American Civil War, yeah. which they which they didn't bother to touch on yeah, at all. I was going to say, it's not in here <laughs> at all. Yeah. Go on, Joe. Don't don't let them put you down. Q, keep going, son. So, what you got? Maybe so they have the, to leave America because of the war, maybe. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe. So so they're, they're about to embark on a, a journey around the world. The world tour, taking the circus across the globe. And set piece-wise, like, it's just perfect for it isn't it like the big numbers you can imagine the big number as they set off on on a sort of like you know big cruise ship uh taking it titanic (laughs) taking it across the atlantic for the first time big number on there they're madly in love confederate Um, flag flying on the mast (laughs) 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 they won't get very far on that boat (laughs) sorry they, they arrive in england and i think that's roughly about the same time when um the Albert Hall was um, built. Oh, very nice. So, like, this, is, this is going great. You, you, you think it's roughly the right, the same time? What does well, Google like, say? Like, Shut like, up, it's John. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's like twenty years later, or like ten years later, or something. But let's because this, I don't, I don't think it matters, right? We can make it up if it's roughly right. If it's within twenty or thirty years, this is the kind of film that would just do it anyway. So, like, first performance. Let's say the first performance at the Royal Albert Hall. It's in front of Queen Vic and, and Albie and uh, with with them going over there. And it's all perfect. Um, but I, I thought what needs to happen is big drama. And I've done this before in killing off a main character, but I quite like the idea of killing off uh, Zendaya, Anne's character, um, which is tragic. There's a tragic trapeze accident. <laughs> Trapeze-based incident. <laughs> what, uh, at the Royal Albert Hall in front of the maybe, Queen? I don't know, maybe. And she, But she she <laughs> dies. Um, and the rest of the film is then, you know, the show must go on, but he's he's totally broken and he needs to find, uh, he needs to fall back in love, but not with, a, not with a person, with the idea of using the circus to spread love around and, and acceptance around the world. And then he brings that back to U.S. shores, and basically solves solves the civil war. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Upon, it, civil upon war. his return, and everyone's like, "What? Abraham? Who?" Yeah, 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 exactly. And we'll we'll rewrite that famous Abe Lincoln speech, and it's actually a performance by Zac Efron Circus and at, to, and to the, order troops. And at the end, the Lincoln Memorial is actually Zac Efron. Yeah. <laughs> I like quite, this. So nice there's a lot of scope he, in there. It's quite a lot nice of scope that he in comes there. back. He comes back to America and uh, does a performance for Abe Linky. And, uh, and, and, well, and maybe he could be the performance where Lincoln gets assassinated. Oh, very what was it? good. John, John Wilkes Booth, right? In yeah. the uh, in the box, yeah. So that's a great idea. And then it so it goes from the happiest ending ever to bang. Top hat goes flying, cut to black. Abe is dead. <laughs> um, I think that's a great idea, Joe. And I really like the idea. I'll tell you what I will say is I think um, Zac Efron. I'm not sure if it's cool to say this yet, but I just think he's brilliant in everything he does. And I tell you what, he 
he's obviously an excellent, uh, you know, performer, dance and singing, but I find him incredibly funny in yeah. um, a lot of films. Just say he he's good well. looking. Just say he's good looking. Just say it. <laughs> that goes without saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like stuff no, like, ba- like Bad Neighbours. I think he's excellent. He's, he's like, well he's in it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Baywatch, he's great. five out of five. Oh my god! I, even I didn't get along with Baywatch, and I went in so hopeful. <laughs> I was like, "Zac Efron on the Rock, fucking hell, yes!" Um, but no, I think he's a. a Marketing-wise, I'm concerned that we lose Hugh. But um, so I think Hugh. I right, right, so this is where I come back in. I think um, <clears throat> what what is going to trigger that sort of positivity in him, in in uh, Philip, um, Zac Efron is a speech from Barnum. He comes back to sort of give him some words of wisdom to send him off on this world tour anyway. Go and explore the world anyway. This terrible thing has happened. Maybe it's at the funeral and they sing a number together. Oh, it's brilliant. She's Uh, dead. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. Yes, yes. So we've done this before. We're thinking maybe Hugh will get the and Hugh Jackman credit. And Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Can we have him as Wolverine as well? <laughs> well, well, we can. Uh, we can. We can also have Hugh Jackman in, in kind of like flashback scenes. Like if he's trying to find, if Zac Efron, if um, uh, Philip is trying to find reasons to fall back in love with the theatre, fall back in love with the circus, he could be like lying in bed, you know, or at his writing table or something, like writing his thoughts in a diary. But they're like flashback sequences to like sort of moments that Hugh Jackman Great has sort idea. of like sort of like dip, uh, imparted on him as wisdom. Imparted wisdom on him, yeah, yeah, that's quite nice. Oh, that's but I don't, I don't, I don't think we want him. I don't think we want him in it so much that he's the you know main person on the poster. I think this is Zach's. This is Zach's film. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll just have a couple of, of Hugh Jackman uh, flashback songs, basically. He's Obi-Wan in it. Uh, Jackman kind of thing. Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's, in it, he's in it enough to use him in all the marketing materials and to sell it on it being, you know, with, with, with him in it. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's great. Okay, that's a fantastic. So I like in this so far. I mean, one, you've got a story away from America. So much can happen. She dies. So you need a new love. I think what maybe could you do it that she dies, he becomes a little dis, you know, disenchanted with the circus and it takes a new young attractive stagehand with ideas above her station to come in and suggest some radical things. He's like, well, you can't do that. Well, I, think I, don't, be... I, don't, I don't think there should be a replacement love interest. The, the replacement love interest is the, uh, the, you know, the idea of spreading um, acceptance around the world. So I think there could be subplots with, you know, like the bearded lady falls in love with someone on this world tour. Um, mm. You bring in some of those sort of side characters to to, okay. to have love angles and love stories, yeah, sure. which yeah. he fights against or doesn't like at first because he's ter- you know he's he's upset and and, and yeah. he can't he can't handle could, that. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I, I don't think that there should be um... a new fitty. No, because I think because then because then it sends Zach Efron's character, who I think Zach Efron's character in the first one is actually kind of like the most moral, good-hearted person. He's the one who mm. was like turns from a complete stuck-up back uh, upbringing um, Belen sort of you know view of the world to someone who just accepts people who, for who they are. He's just, the only one that really say, uh, is that a technical term. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's, that's, that's two for Bellends tonight. So it's, 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 it's a popular term. Three, yeah. if you count that. Okay, well, um, um, I like the way it's coming together. I love the flashbacks. It, it seems to be a lovely jaunt over to England with some consequences and some additions that he's spreading love. And, yeah. you know... That's good. We That's go, really we good. Go, so you is go it just further as well, set piece wise? You go to like the Eiffel Tower. I don't know when the Eiffel Tower is built. Let's say it's being built. Doesn't it, matter. Doesn't matter. Well, I, think it, I think yeah, it's yeah, being yeah. built, Joe. It's about halfway up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. we definitely go to the London Eye, top of the London Eye. Yeah, you've got like you know. I don't think you're getting this, John. You've got, <laughs> you've got, you've got Paris where they, they, you know, they get like steam trains and there's a number on a steam train. You go to Paris and then there's a, there's a number on a steam train. There's a there's a half built Eiffel Tower with uh, trapeze artists like doing like really cool shit off the off the actual you know and then the and then the pyramids the pyramids everything gets taken in on this world tour yeah 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 Yeah, the Colosseum's being half built yeah Yeah, exactly exactly in 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 our in our world the the pyramids are still being built and and the Colosseum. Um, and uh, you know what I was going to say what I was going to say was New York the the ship departs from New York right so you have wonderful CGI of um, early New York you know the Statue of Liberty being delivered by the French everything's being built everything is being built but then then you have just the two of them do a wonderful almost Titanic-esque opener on the boat right and then all their friends join and it's like on the front of the boat and it's like this I've amazing, got so many song ideas it's, yeah, it's ridiculous an amazing opening on at sea and then we go huge dance number oh, on the boat yeah huge yeah you could have number. like one where there's like a storm coming down and it's really hard against them it's like this world tour is going to be really difficult it's going to test them you know it's, it's like the boat's almost going to sink yeah does she, the, make, the, the does she definitely make it does she definitely the, make it to the Royal Albert Hall or I think she I think she makes overboard well, the storm could be like you know the uh, the precursor. It could be the um, you know the foreshadowing. Yeah, foreshadowing. I, I, I just I just think you said uh, tragic trapeze accident. I think maybe if she dies before she ever got to perform the tour that she conceived, that might be more powerful. As in, she gets flown off, thrown oh, by some tidal wave off the, off the front of the boat, and then the entire tour is um, dedicated. His, his dedication, dedicated. his yeah. journey, his journey to learn to live without her, but all well, the in entire honor. To- the entire tour is uh, thrown into question from, from, from that moment. Is it, you know, can they do it? And maybe, yeah, but- maybe they then bodge the, the performance at um, Royal Albert Hall in front of the queen and everything. They're after a really bad start. They're like, oh, I don't think we can do this without, with him yes. in this state and without. There could Anne. be a line. Yeah. Yeah. Tell and then, you and then, about- and then the perfect thing is that Zac Efron won't have a reason to live and therefore won't have a reason to perform, but through his flashbacks with Obi-Wan Hugh Jackman and <laughs> the journey of the team tra- travelling across the world, which the climax might be, uh, I don't know, I'm just picking my... A return to the Albert Hall. They could start the Albert Hall and fail and go full circle around Europe, come back to the Albert Hall to be triumphant yeah. no, and then no, set we, sail we've, to We've already said the climax is in New York, right? right. So it's Carnegie Hall or... Uh, right. Is the garden built? Hey, guess what? Madison Square Garden is built. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Build it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a New York Knicks game playing as they return. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Michael Jordan plays there. Okay. Okay. Good, good. Whoa there. So, looks like the story's come together. Uh, have we got any new cast members in this? Well, yeah, I, I well, think... They, 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 the way that you would introduce new characters... 
well, maybe, maybe is like love interest for the bearded lady or whoever um, in the existing sort of troop, call it a troop, uh, the circus gang. Um, And they're picking, maybe they're picking up local talent as they go. So, so, you know, they they discover local talent uh, where where they go and then they become part of the circus and and join them on the tour. I think why that works as well, Joe, is that the first one was about the outcasts and the underdogs um, and flying that flag within, you know, its its original setting. But this is going to be about a, a country at war with itself and they travel the world and pick up all these people that in part can teach America how to move forward through mm. their own warmth and love and also dancing. Yeah, and and it's a great excuse as well for picking up like local local circus acts. You can have some really like interesting <laughs> niche performers from around the world. Like you can have these like weird bits by like like Keith Lemon could be on it. <laughs> like Keith Lemon could be like part of that circus, or like Ant and Deck could like introduce the Royal Albert Hall performance. Amazing! Oh, yeah, what, like yeah. a Victorian Ant and Deck. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm featuring uh, Keith Lemon, but I'll, I'll, I'm I'll Ant and Deck. <laughs> <laughs> You say Adam Deck, I say Max Miller. Okay, uh, so cast is a whole multitude of characters with no one specific, where the whole general theme is pr- promoting love with interdeveloping storylines and supporting cast falling in love. Someone's someone played a queen. Yeah, I've got one cast member for you. So obviously now it's just like when you're casting Queen Victoria, it's probably like, okay, not Judy Dench. So Olivia I've Coleman. We go Olivia Coleman, who plays the Queen, plays Victoria. Of course we do. Exactly, Joe. <laughs> what is the film going to be called? What do you want to call it? The Greatest uh, the gr- Tour? The Greatest Show World Tour. Or the, yeah. or the Greatest or, Show or, on Earth? Oh, no, it's done. Isn't it? The Greatest Show on yeah, Tour? I, I was going to say On Tour, yeah. On Tour, World Tour, either of those. The Greatest Show the tour. on Tour? And then you have like a real round the world in 80 days kind of map element on the poster. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of thing. With That's Zach. pretty cool. So, um, so, are we actually going around the world, or are we focusing on like England most? Well, yeah. I think I think they're going to do Southeast Asia in part. Three. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need to go <laughs> need to go to like China and Japan, <laughs> and they're doing Montage. this like wild circus uh, act in like this really zen Japanese garden. All the Japanese people. It's like, and what then eventually in part four, it's going to be a massive dance routine. <laughs> in, yeah, in maybe, maybe you have to go to Montage to do several places in one go. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we focus in, in on the ones of, that matter. Yeah, three three quarters of the way through the movie, something like that, it, it it goes to montage to hit like I don't know, like all the landmarks. You know, you you go you go to Russia, China, Japan, like, and you know, you do you do lots of lots of places in one in one sort of number. Definitely, definitely on the montage. Uh, direction was by Michael Gracie first time round. Anyone got any? Can you know? Are we going the same again? Scorsese, maybe. Don't know what else he's done? What else has he done? He hasn't really done anything apart from like music, like music documentaries. Is um, he more? Is he, and he's got um, he sort did, of a, a producing sort of background as well. Yeah. Uh, hmm. well, he was doing. He do rocket. He did Rocket Man after a, the Greatest Showman. That's uh, a producer of Rocket I think, Man. I think he must have got involved with true. Rocket Man as sort of on a level of choreography. Yeah. So. Um, I think this he, is his only direction credit. Yeah, this, this. He's, he's doing the Naruto movie, which is absolutely bizarre. Naruto is like a big manga Lady, anime. Is this Ladybug and Cat Noir? No, he's doing the Naruto film, which doesn't have a date yet, but he's listed as the director for Naruto, which is a, it's a, it's a big Japanese anime movie. 
Okay. Well, well so that's we're obviously go... his next baby, but I think this will, out, out, you know, that will So we're going with him that. again. Michael, Michael Gracie again. I think so. I don't um, see why not. He yeah, did a good I, think job. It, I think it has to be. It's, it feels like... Either him or John, okay. John Landis. It's, it's, a very, I... it's a very impressive, <laughs> um, it's a very impressive debut, directorial debut, isn't it? It's very, comp- well, very competent yeah. and accomplished. Yeah. Very good. On okay, a mainstream so we've level. Got, we've got a good cast. We've got a good story. We have got a good title and we've got the same director. Uh, I feel a song coming on. Da, 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 da. Who wants to do the pitch? I think Joe should probably do the pitch, but I will say that as much as I didn't want to watch this film, the songs are bangers, aren't they? They, they are. are they are huge. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't. We haven't actually. That's probably the most important I'm... thing about the film that we haven't actually discussed whatsoever. So should we just hit on that quickly? Are they new songs? Yeah. I, I think. I think just to just say. I think maybe that actually gets to a core point of maybe what I was saying at the start is that you're right. The songs are really, really good. And I think that's what makes it, isn't it? The film as a film is, it's a bit like, like whatever it's the dance number. It's the song numbers. They're, they're mm. the good bit. The rest so of it is kind of just suggesting we come up with songs here and now. Do you want me to write a song for you? Is that it? No, I agree. <laughs> I agree with you, James. I think what basically what we're saying is we're going to have the same team who the songwriters and choreographers that are on the first film. It's vital. So we've, we, we've given our idea, but um, it'll follow the mould of their but, excellent work. But also to say that none of the original songs will be back. It will be an all new... Oh, completely new. Completely oh, new. Not exactly. that. Da, sorry. Da, da, yeah. da, da, that's, not the only that. One, that's the only one that makes it through, right? The Greatest yeah. Show is the only song from the first movie that comes back. And is maybe, that the opening? May, yeah. Uh, on, okay. We'll do that on and, a boat. And the closing. It, it opens and close, <laughs> closes with it. So maybe you do like a slightly... Like diff- a slightly different version of it for the sequel, but that's just the only different one lyrics. That comes back. Okay, yeah, great. Like so, that. Joe, are you ready to do this pitch? Because I've got a song here. We're in love. We've got a huge success. The suckers as well, and America is conquered. We can go bigger. We can go better. Let's go to the UK, the Albert Hall, Hyde Park, and Crystal Palace. Uh, Crystal hmm. Palace yeah why not I just built it and then burn it down and build it again right Joe are you ready to do the pitch big Joe Palmer this is it the whole world is waiting for the greatest showman Joe Palmer go yeah so off the back of that last duh from the uh, from the official 20th Century Fox logo we go straight into and then title credit cards again exactly the same as the first one you know presents in that same style um, a different version of the greatest show this time but but more of the same, but slightly, you know, updated with a few new lyrics thrown in to make sure people know that it's not the same, exactly the same song. Opening number is um, is Zac Efron doing pretty much the same thing um, that Hugh Jackman did and alluding to what you're then going to see in the story, like, you know, hitting on things like loss and acceptance or whatever it is. Um, go into the movie, Zac Efron and Zandaya have been happily together, uh, living their lives, running the circus, conquering America, taking it on tour across America. Um, It's been a a huge success. Uh, They're deeply in love um, and an opportunity comes around to take the tour abroad, to take it on a world tour 
which they're both very excited about. They board a ship destined for England uh, and off they go um, into a into a big storm. There's a huge number on a, on a, on the ship, um, and the storm um, sadly uh, is stronger than Zendaya uh, and, <laughs> and throws her into the ocean. And that is uh, it's a tragic accident where we see her go. So they arrive in England um, minus Zendaya. Uh, Zac Efron is is devastated, completely torn apart. He performs at the um, what under construction? And not allowable. Yeah, f- yeah. f- first, first ever performance at the new <laughs> at the new Albert Hall in front of Queen Vic and Prince Albert, um, and it's all going really well. But you can tell there's something wrong with him, and he, uh, yeah, he 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 bungles it. Uh, he screws up the performance, goes down into a sort of emotional rabbit hole, spirals. Uh, it's a disaster. There's booing. Uh, people are confused by it. Um, and then we trigger sort of lots of flashbacks with uh, Hugh Jackman's character who picks him up. He uses the memory of Barnum uh, to pick himself back up uh, and focus on uh, things that she would have want him, wanted him to focus on, like love, uh, acceptance, finding love in the circus. So... They continue the tour, and as they go, he sees things um, like the bearded lady or the Irish giant. Is that what he's called? The Irish giant, <laughs> like falling in love uh, as they go. Um, and slowly he uh, he starts to, to fall in love with the message they are sending um, as they pick up these new, uh, you know, freaks or these new characters as they go along, this new amazing talent, every every stop that they take they go to like you know the the eiffel tower um they then take it to the pyramids the pyramids the pyramids china China, japan um and then it all builds up a big montage where you see all of these amazing places in a big set piece before they take the tour back to america uh to new york where they perform at carnegie hall is it carnegie carnegie hall either that or madison square garden yeah yeah, okay, and that, for some reason, is um, where we see the death of Abraham Lincoln. But it brings the country together. Yeah, but it brings the country together. And then it goes, doof, doof, and the music kicks back in, um, and that's the end of the film. <laughs> yeah! Oh, that's great. <laughs> Lovely well film. Done. Well done. Well, you heard it here first. The Greatest Showman 2, the greatest show on tour, the greatest show in the world, the greatest... Maybe not. What would you have done differently? Hit us up on Twitter, find us on Instagram, give us your comments, guys. Uh, We hope you're looking after yourselves out there in this big, bad world. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Nice one. Cheers.